0: Welcome to another episode of Living the Life. It's Marissa here with
1: the amazing Kathleen Holt. She's back. I'm so happy. My God, I have missed being home in my bed with my woman and my dog and my routine and my food. My God. And especially being on the podcast, right? Yeah, I missed you guys too. (laughs) (laughs) But I have to say I, I missed Marissa a little bit more. Oh, well, I'm, I'm kind of glad, not going to lie. <laughs> How have you found it now with me being home? I know you said uh, it's been hard to sleep.
0: Yeah, so it's been, um, I basically, as soon as I picked up Kathleen and came home, I'd been doing lots, going lots, and uh, I got sick for two and a bit weeks, and I'm coming out of it. It's like two days ago, uh, whatever it is now. I think it's the it's the 16th, so on like the 14th of April I was like oh my gosh I finally feel like myself again for the first time since the end of March so now it's a lot better um not gonna lie, since having you home when I was sick it didn't make that much of a difference it actually it actually felt better feeling not sick when you were gone than having (laughs) you here and being sick just because when you're sick and when you're not settled in your body
1: and you're not present then nothing else feels good but but it's really nice to have you home now (laughs) it was like two weeks I think it was at the two-week mark of you being sick that Finally, I was like, all right, Marissa, you're not getting a good night's sleep while I'm in bed with you, so I'll just go into the spare room and let you have the bed to yourself so you can get a good night's sleep so you can finally get over the sickness, and it was nighttime, and I really did not want to go sleep on, on my own because I haven't been sleeping with you in months, so I was all tucked in bed, and the lights were out, and I looked over at Marissa with puppy dog eyes, and I was like, "All right, I guess I'll go to the spare room now and leave you." And guilted you, and then you're like, "No, just stay. It's fine." And
0: <laughs> yeah, I haven't kicked her out once yet. But it's I think what it is is it's um you roll all the blankets into a little pile and take them, and then you don't use them, and then. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? I don't use them well you like throw them all off on the other side of the bed so then you have like (laughs) anyways I think I just need to know this is just how it is because she's not doing it on purpose she's obviously sleeping so I think I just have to get my own blanket and I think that'll make a big difference but it's interesting because I mean sleep is so important you guys all know this and so it's yeah it's it's interesting to notice how when you're sick but then also if your sleep's being affected then how much longer it can take to recover and just how much more more exhausted you are at home, yeah it's just it's a whole other level, whole new thing to figure out, but I think that's just it now we're figuring it out but but it's really, really good to have her back and I'm very happy to have Kathleen back, yes, and for sure on the show, but like she said too, just just in life it's she's also great, she does more cooking and of the dishes now, so I mean that's obviously
1: <laughs> that's obviously a win that was one of the best things about being at school, so we ate at the cafeteria, and I didn't have to do. Any grocery shopping for three months, no grocery shopping, no dishes, no cooking food, no thinking about what I had to make for dinner or breakfast or anything. Like it was just show up and eat, and you don't you don't realize how much time it takes to get all that stuff done until you're actually back doing it. And I was like out of practice almost.
0: Mm-hmm. What else? What else did you? Experience
1: well at the Ontario Police College. Anything you want to share? Mm, yeah, just the instructors were amazing. People were amazing. It challenged me a lot. It, I I found that it was really fun to be challenged physically and mentally. Again, like it's I am learning something completely new, and I think that that's that, that's sometime, that's something that when we become an adult, a lot of people become comfortable in what they're doing. And, you know, we're, we're busy all over the place and we, we sometimes forget that it's good to learn a new skill. And it, even though it feels challenging in the moment, it's stimulating for the brain.
0: Mm-hmm. That's super cool. Yeah, Very nice. How are you feeling physically after being there?
1: The, uh... I have to say although it was nice to show up with the food uh being cooked for you and everything everything was so breaded and fried and I think I'm um, a little bit bigger and as Marissa Hammond would say fluffier than <laughs> than I was before so I'm excited with being back at home and the summer coming we'll probably do a little cut and get a little bit leaner and uh and yeah like I I'm not upset about it I I think it was a good opportunity to go into a little little bit of a bulk and put on more muscle and I'm more dense for sure than before I went there and I definitely put on muscle but also put on a little extra body fat so I'm excited to lean into getting leaner They're, <laughs> very
0: very nice no her like but you, like especially in like your legs you can really feel your legs have gotten a lot stronger so yeah yeah it's pretty cool
1: it's yeah pretty cool well we had to We had to walk around with our duty bag full of all of our stuff all over the school. And so I I feel like carrying that around my core has definitely gotten stronger too. Just carrying it on one side all the time.
0: That's awesome. Super, super cool. Mm -hmm. So that's really kind of what we wanted to also share with you guys today was as what's now springtime we're going to be saying okay like how do we want to show up and how do we want to feel this summer physically and it's saying all right like it's if you're someone and you know you want you like to feel a certain way or look a certain way maybe you have certain sports or certain activities you like to do in the summer way too often what'll happen is people wait till it's like 2 weeks out of the thing they want to do and they're like oh yeah I should probably maybe uh, prepare for that thing a little bit whatever it is like if they they're like oh there's like a family massive candidate party or something and I like to feel my best or look my best for that like and then some people will just try like two weeks ahead of time be like oh I maybe I'll cut down five pounds or ten pounds and it's like you, you can't just do that like that's that's not healthy for you yeah. and so like starting now and saying okay like if you want to get a little bit more aerobically fit or if you want to have a bit more energy or if you want to tone up a little bit if you want to lean out that little bit or put on a bit more muscle starting now where it's mid or end of April so that way you have May and June so that way by the time you get to July like right if you're starting now you're around 10 weeks out so that gives you lots of time so if you're someone who's looking to lose five or ten pounds that's totally doable and you can do it in a very healthy sustainable way where you don't really have to adjust your lifestyle too much you will have to put some parameters on you and exhibit some self-control but other than that like it's not too hard and same thing with the, the putting on the muscle like adding those two to three days resistance training as well as just being really consistent with your daily activity and your walk and making sure you're moving then like it's super easy to hit those goals of fat loss and of muscle
1: gain and of becoming aerobically more fit and improving your energy. Well yeah and like Marissa said there's so many people who do it in the extreme way and your body ends up adapting to The way you're getting there. So if you're extremely cutting your calories or you're extremely leaning into fitness and and using that to lose your weight, then your body will adapt to that and you're going to hit a plateau really hard. And it's also really hard to sustain that. So as soon as you inevitably start to eat more food or as soon as you inevitably start Stop doing as much movement as you had to do to get there to lose those few pounds in those couple weeks, then you're, you're going to gain that all back. So doing it in a, in a sustainable way, like Marissa said, doing it gradually over 10 weeks, A, it's going to be way more enjoyable to get there. And B, your body's not going to hit that hard plateau so quickly, and you're going to see sustainable results.
0: So we want to give you guys some tips and things that you guys can do. And just these few things, if you apply them now, starting now in April, and be consistent with them, you'll see massive changes over, like, the next 6, eight, ten weeks. It's, like, it's just inevitable as long as you're consistent and you follow through.
1: I just wanted to ask before we jump into that. Do you normally, I'm curious with you going into summer, do you normally have to intentionally... um do specific things to get leaner or cut going into the summer or does it just kind of naturally happen for you or how does that work why are you asking i'm curious no because for for me for example i typically end up moving a ton more in the summer and drinking a lot more water naturally just because it's beautiful out so i find that me i don't have to intentionally do specific things as much to get leaner I it just naturally happens to me like I'll get bigger in the winter and then a little bit leaner in the summer I don't know if that's the same for you
0: okay that makes sense I thought you meant that like it's like am I trying to whenever summer hits do I specifically try to lean out just for summer and then yeah I don't know what you were. I don't know what I thought you were saying anyways um I feel like in an ideal world, I would actually be able to be consistent with my nutrition and periodize and I would do something similar to you, like have more strength and muscle growth stuff things over the winter, and then in the summertime naturally lean out a little bit. And then also just from a um an insulation standpoint, so I'm not as cold. <laughs> so I'm not as cold in the winter. It'd be really nice if I am gonna naturally like go through a bulk to have that. But I feel like I feel like also for me, just the way my body type is, is I tend to not gain or lose a ton of fat as long as I'm being consistent with my nutrition like I said those are the keywords as long as I'm being with consistent with my nutrition but I think most of my life like I'm still learning how to eat normally like I'm Mm. still learning so for anyone who doesn't know about my my history and my journey it's I've dealt with a lot of binge eating and just I'm still now learning like what does it actually mean to be satiated like I'm I'm still tuning into my hunger cues and like what it feels like to have a full stomach and what my energy feels like so my weight's fluctuated five ten pounds multiple times every year for like years and so it's not normally that I just happen to gain weight for the winter and then in the summertime I t- intentionally le- lean out I'm c- most of the time still trying to figure out how to eat normally and when I figure out how to eat well for myself then I naturally just lean out Hmm. And so it just usually happens every it's – sometimes it happens every couple months. Like I said, I'll go up 5 or 10 pounds and then I realize like, oh, other habits have come back or it's binge eating or sometimes it's just consciously having more fun, more parties. But I'm still learning how to eat the right amount for my body so it generally stays around the same weight. And it's definitely getting so much better. Um, like I haven't fluctuated a ton. I've probably fluctuated 5 pounds in the past 6 or 8 months up or down a little bit which isn't a ton right so it's like that's really good um so like right now i have yeah a little bit that i i'd like to tone up for the summer but i know if i focus on that it can become much more crazy and disordered versus if i just don't focus on that and just focus on the habits and the tools i'm about to share like if i as long as i focus on that then the the toning up and the the leaning out just inevitably happens versus if in my mind, I start to think about like, how am I going to make myself lose whatever this is two, three pounds, so I feel a little bit better then if I focus on that, then it just becomes really distorted.
1: Well, and a lot of people experience that, like, that that can be the pitfall when your goal is just to lose weight by a specific time. I saw this so, so much when I had clients who, for example, were trying to lose weight for a wedding. And they'd, you know they'd be so motivated to lose the weight or get leaner for their wedding and then they would do it because that date was looming but then they'd fall off completely off the wagon once they got to that date and surpassed it so i think that like like you said having it be a lifestyle and having specific habits to follow that then make it something that you can do long-term versus just like, oh, I, I just want to lose weight and that's it right now.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. So habits, a few thing, different things you can do. Um, first thing, which is like, I was literally talking about this earlier with the blanket thing, is going to be your sleep. So you're looking at somewhere between probably seven to 10 hours, depending on who you are and how much stress you're under. And for every hour that you feel like you need of sleep, or not for every hour, for like whatever your total amount of hours is that you feel like you need to sleep, add on an extra hour being in bed. So if I feel like I need eight hours of sleep, I'm going to be in bed for nine hours because it's going to maybe take me half an hour, 45 minutes to actually settle down, my eyes to close everything, fall asleep, and then maybe I'll wake up a couple times in the night. So if I actually want to be asleep for eight hours, I'll be in bed for nine. And then, you know what, if it's not perfect, that's okay. At least I'm showing up for what I can. I like it. The second
1: one... Um yeah so so the second one little brain fart there <laughs> <laughs> Well your big fat hand was in the way <laughs> of, the, of the list <laughs> So the second one would be to focus on neat So that is your non exercise oh activity thermogenics Yeah there we go Hey so it's basically walking around or doing things to burn calories that is not actually specific workouts. And this could be through, and this is what I was explaining earlier that I find for myself during the summer, I'm moving around a lot more and outside a lot more, gardening, um, going for dog walks way more, cleaning the car, like just all of these things that are outside moving just because it's so beautiful out. So, you know, you can do this by parking a little bit further away from the entrance of the grocery store. Um, You could do this by, if you get to an appointment early um, and you're 15 minutes early, go for a 10 minute walk. Um, Just all those small things of getting your body moving. Uh, 10 body weight squats every time you go to the bathroom. Like something simple like that, where you're just moving your body a little bit more will have tremendous effects on you uh, toning up for the summer. And, you know, I know that so many people are using uh, smartwatches right now. So my personal goal is that I don't go to bed until I hit 10,000 steps. Easy breezy round number to hit. And I know that if I'm hitting that, then I'm healthy and I'm getting enough movement through the day.
0: Love it. Next one, what I'm going to tell you guys to do is going to be your resistance training so this is pretty straightforward you know you got to do it so make it happen so if you're already doing resistance training amazing doing that but you're looking at two to three days minimum of resistance training and really like, you know what if you're if you have some goals and if you're like you know what i really want to push for this i'd really suggest do those four to five for the next couple weeks because you know that once summer hits you're going to be busy and you're probably going to only be doing one to two so, do the extra little bit now, and then that way you'll have more of the muscle built up. So, that way, with those little one to two workouts that you're doing per week later on, if it happens to get really busy over the summer, again, not optimal, but realistically, if that happens, then at least you can then help maintain the muscle that you have a lot easier. So, but put in the extra reps now, and then that way it'll be fine, right? If you know if it's gonna have a little bit of time where you're gonna be a little bit more thrown off, do a little bit more now. And if you have no time, know that you have time later where you're gonna be like, oh, I can ramp it up, do a little bit more, then if right now, like just do what you can, but then that way it'll it'll all work out. It'll all be even. So like I said, if you're right now, if you can get in two to three minimum, let's say three, that's a really, really solid number. If you can do four or five, great. And these don't have to be an hour, hour and a half workouts. These can be 30 minutes. These can be 45 minutes, right? These can be two 20 minute workouts throughout the day. Like don't worry about it too much. Just go back to your resistance training exercise. And it's okay if it's body weight. It's all about making sure are you putting resistance Onto your muscle tissues, and ideally, you're doing this through motion. So, yoga is yes, great, right? Doing some hill sprints, things like that are great. But when we're thinking about resistance training, we're thinking about actually loading the tissue in all your joints, all your different ranges of motion, all your muscles. So, ideally, grab some bands, grab some weights, because that's really what's gonna get you the best bang for your buck.
1: When we're looking at um, toning your body, I mean, what we're really talking about is being in a calorie deficit and losing body fat. That's like you're you're not looking to add on size when you're trying to tone. You're trying to get a little bit leaner so that you can show more muscle definition. So, because of that, you need to be eating in a calorie deficit. You need to be burning more calories throughout the day than you are taking in. And so, you know, something that I've found is super useful is intermittent fasting. I mean, During the summer, the beauty of it is, is that it's going to be patio season. You're going to be going out for drinks with your friends. You're going to be going to barbecues. There's going to be all the yummy food, all the parties to go to. And a couple things that Marissa and I will do is, you know, if we're going to a party, then we'll specifically bring cut veggies or um, a salad or something. Because typically there's not a lot of vegetables at those things. So that's something that we have control over. And then, you know, if we're going to a party, maybe we'll combine lunch and breakfast together into a brunch and you're kind of skipping one of those meals because you know that going to the party, you're going to be consuming more calories through foods and possibly through alcohol.
0: Yeah, and, and, like, we did this yesterday. We went to a baby shower with our friends, and we're like, okay, like, we know we're going to, like, they said, don't bring any food. They're like, there's going to be a bunch of food. There's going to be mimosas. There's going to be alcohol. So we planned. We were like, okay. Kathleen asked me in the morning, do you want breakfast? And I was like, no, like, I'm, there's going to be... Like, I know there would be lots of food there. I'm probably gonna be eating more sugary stuff. So it was cool. It was like, we went there, but also at the same time, then we're there. It's like figuring out when you're at these events, especially during the springtime, if it's not these big, fun summer party events, like being a little bit more aware of like, if, if once a week you're having an event, You can scale it back a little bit and just be attentive, right? Like, so when we went, I mean, I had, uh, there was like a bunch of cake and Timbits, right? So I didn't eat only that, but I did. I had Timbits. I had also, then I made sure I filled up on fruit. I chose to not have any alcoholic drinks. And then when it was time for lunch, when the burger I had, I was like, you know what? I don't need the entire bun. So I just had half the bun, the burger, all the toppings, all bunch of salads and other things. Like I had a bunch of food, but just those little awareness things right one of the other things i had to do is i sat down specifically away from the the timbits because if they were right in front of me i would have eaten like 20 of them (laughs) i'm and i'm not i'm probably not exaggerating okay maybe a little bit but like 15 to 18 um Like that's something that's just, I've definitely done that in the past where like the food's just been like the center of all of my social experiences and then I'm not present. I don't feel good afterwards. And like, so you guys know this, if you're someone who's like that around food where you just feel like, oh my gosh, all I do is I get glued to the food table, like become aware of these things and just be like, okay, like how can you help yourself feel a little bit better and just make a few choices so that way, especially during the springtime, you get through the, your days and your meals Not feeling crazy over full, so that way by the time you do hit the midsummer, you do feel like you're in a body that you feel really confident and comfortable in. But then it's also it's not like in like the moment, like you're not like full and exhausted and feeling gross. So it's like there's like it's gonna happen, but where you have like these foods, these things that you enjoy, but you don't have to go crazy. So yeah, but intermittent fasting is be good. And like Kathleen said, at the end of the day, it's about being in a calorie deficit. So, and and if you have these goals for summer, like, you may have to scale it back a little bit now. So that way on your big events, the really fun ones, you can just go crazy. And that's the thing is, like, you're not, we're not trying to make you not have any fun in life. It's just that not every day is Christmas, right? <laughs> like, that's that's just it. It's you have to realize that not every single day you have crazy celebrations and everything has to feel amazing. Never, like, it's okay to feel boring, it's okay to feel like this food is just meh. It's just food right now. It's not entertaining. It's not delicious. Like that's sometimes what you have to do in order to be able to prioritize your health and the physique that you want to build.
1: Yeah, and and like Marissa said, it's not Christmas. I love that it's not Christmas every day, but you know when it's so nice out, I know that there's a lot of people that they'll just crack a few beers at the end of their workday and sit outside on the patio, and you know that's a lot of extra calories that are really doing nothing for the health of your body. So trying to limit that heck, I love a drink every now and then like I love to connect with people over good wine or a, have have a cider outside the back on a really beautiful hot summer day. so try to limit your alcohol to the social time where you're trying to connect with people and let and have it less on the days where you're just alone. And that's the same thing with food too. Like you can have really good, amazing food. And I love that while connecting with people over really good barbecue or, you know, whatever else you're having. But watch those moments where you're alone and you're looking for something maybe to make you feel better. So you're turning to food and drink while you're alone to fill that need. So I, I, I feel like, making that differentiation within yourself to to find that difference between connecting with friends and family and having a good time over a meal or drinks versus just doing it while you're alone. I love it. So those are your few things.
0: Technically, it's four. So first thing we talked about was sleep. Second t- thing we talked about was neat. So just keeping yourself moving. Third thing was your resistance training. and then, Lift. Yeah. And then I thought you were about to say live and I was like, whoa, where'd that come from? <laughs> fourth thing is about making sure you're in that calorie deficit so using using your intermittent fasting limiting your alcohol making sure that when you're going and eating that you're eating till you're satiated and just being conscious about just not bored eating while you're at home like be really intentional with this stuff and as long as you do this stuff consistently guys you're going to see some massive changes over the course of the next four six eight weeks so yeah
1: yep all right guys Hope you enjoyed this episode and keep living the life.
0: Bye. Thank you so much for listening. And we hope that you got tons of value from this episode.
1: If you did, we would love it if you tagged us on Instagram with your biggest takeaway so we can celebrate this journey with you. Our handles are at marissa.hammond and at kathleen.holt underscore.
0: We totally get that it's not always easy. So please know that we're so proud of all the work you're doing and how you're choosing to show up for yourself. If you'd like to dive deeper, check out our websites listed below in the show notes for more free resources and tools.
1: Until next time, keep living the life.